Good evening, guys. So today I'm going to talk to you guys about correction. Um, nine times out of ten, not nine times out of ten, but I know for myself, um, correction, it was really hard for me to receive correction at one point in my life. Um, and I think it's the perception that we have of correction. Um, only a fool despises correction. The word tells us that. But sometimes we have to change our perspective of correction and what correction means to us. So sometimes when we are being corrected, we take that area that we're being corrected in and we say, well, you know, we take that correction and we beat ourselves up with it. And we think that just because we're being corrected that we're not making progress. And you can't think that just because someone is correcting you on something or someone is bringing something to your attention. And what do you think the Holy Spirit does when he gently brings things to our attention? Sometimes he brings those things to our attention to correct us, to keep us from harming ourselves, to keep us from a greater destruction, right? So we have to stop seeing correction as oh, well, if I'm being corrected, then I'm not growing. Or if I'm being corrected, then I'm not doing something right. Sometimes correction doesn't mean that you're doing something. Being corrected doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. Sometimes you may be doing something right. And God is bringing a word of correction to say, hey, I, you're, doing, you're doing good, you're doing right, but I want you to do more. So sometimes God is saying, hey, do more, do more in this area, go further in this area, tune in more in this area, tap in more in this area. And we'll take that and we'll, we'll say, dang, well, I'm not doing enough or we'll, we'll take that word of correction and see ourselves as inadequate when honestly, uh, correction is it doesn't mean that you're not growing. It means that there's opportunity for growth. If you're not being corrected, if you're not being, you know, um, if things are not being gently brought to your attention to be better, then how will you ever grow? And then when you are being corrected, if someone is correcting, it doesn't mean that you are, you know, damaged or destroyed or you're not making progress or you're just a terrible person or you're just not going anywhere. No, take the sign of correction and the sight of correction, the opportunity to be corrected and see it as God keeping you from destruction warning comes before destruction okay and a pride pride comes before the fall right but god corrects us to keep us from destruction he corrects us to keep us from hurt harm danger to keep us from going down a certain path that we are headed on to, to say hey turn turn here to keep you from going to a place that you don't need to be or where you don't want to be and a lot of the times you'll find that people won't even receive correction because it makes them feel like they are bad people or it makes them feel bad about themselves. You have to be able to hear correction. You have to be able to hear a word of instruction that's going to change your mind, change your behavior. That's going to change the direction that you're headed in that could possibly lead to destruction. To be able to allow you to come up to new levels to say hey i want you to do more here i'm putting a greater responsibility on you here in this area and i want you to be more faithful here but we don't want to take the word of correction and we don't want to receive the word of correction so it's like how can i say i want to grow but i don't want to be corrected and we hear it in the world you know constructive criticism right 
when your boss gives you constructive criticism. It's not them telling you, hey, you're a bad employee. It's just them saying, hey, this area you can work on a little bit better. Hey, do it like this. Don't do it like that. Here's a better way to do something, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that your work ethic is not great. It's just in this area, you can do better. In this area, we need to rectify. We need to change how you do that in this area because it's, it's not bringing about the desired results that we need to see in, in, in this position that you're in, right? And so it doesn't mean that you're just, you're just a bad employee, but they're just giving you opportunities to grow, opportunities to perfect that which in you know, your position, whatever your job function is. So correction should be seen as an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to advance and enhance and not seen as a way to be discouraged or see it as someone coming to discourage you or attack your growth or attack your progress because that's not what it's for. Correction is meant to bring about some type of change, to bring about some type of progress, some type of growth. The book of Proverbs is full of correction, it's full of wisdom. When you accept and you welcome correction, it shows that you're wise, that you're growing in wisdom. Only a fool despises correction. Only a person that wants to repeat the same destructive cycle despises correction, doesn't like correction. Only a proud, arrogant person who thinks that they know it all, who thinks that they have it all together, despises correction. But if you know that you need help and you know, that's the thing about prideful people. They're not willing to grow. They're not willing to grow from the advice or from the knowledge or from the wisdom of other people. They're, they, if it don't come from them, it's not good enough. That's pride. If it's not, if the word ain't coming from, if the word ain't coming directly from the Holy Spirit to me, then I'm not going to listen to a word coming from the Holy Spirit through you because I'm the God in me is greater. The God in me is, is stronger. The God in me is better than the God in you. Well, how? It's just, if it's the same God. That's pride. And I was thinking about that today, how we just get lost in the sauce sometimes when it comes to these anointings and these callings and all of that. And it's just like we so focused on how big and how great and how how um, that we so focused on the size of the anointing. And not the anointing. And it's just like, why are we why are we telling people, hey, oh, you're you got it. Your anointing is 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 greater than this anointing is greater than I'm like. I'm not downplaying the anointings. I'm not downplaying the callings on people's lives. But I'm saying like we have to stop putting people in competition. We have to stop making people think that just because you're reaching a thousand people and that person is reaching one person that they're less they're less of a person and their ministry is not that great. And their calling on the calling on their life is not that great because they're reaching that one person while you're reaching that those a thousand people. Let me tell you something. That one person is just as important as a, a thousand people that you're reaching. So if you want to know whose anointing is greater, all they're all equal. Okay? 
We have to stop sizing up the anointings and sizing up the callings. We are a body. We need each other to function. So if we're in competition with each other, if we're looking at each other's purpose and looking at each other's calling and looking at each other's ministry and saying, oh, well, you have an anointing, a special anointing. What, what makes it so special? We all do. We all have a special anointing. We all have a calling. We all have a purpose. We have to stop putting sizes and putting, you know, just stop sizing up the anointing. Stop sizing up the callings. Let's be a body and operate and function in oneness. Without the competition, without the jealousy, without the envy. And sometimes they find that that's why you can't receive correction from your brother and sister in Christ. Because you you think you're better than them. You think you're more anointed than them. You think your calling is better than theirs. How so when we all need each other to function? How so when we're all we all have the same goal, the same purpose? That's if, if your if your purpose is to bring people and reconcile them to Christ, then how can you say that your calling is better than mine or greater than mine when we all have the same purpose? And that's to bring love God with all of our heart, all of our mind, and all of our soul, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. We all have the ministry of reconciliation to bring people to Christ. We all have somewhere we're trying to get. We all serve this. We serve this one God. So why is there a competition? Why is there, um, why is there, why is there, you know, so so much envy within the body? Why are we not able to receive correction from each other? And we have to get to this place where we receive it with open arms, where we welcome we welcome correction, where we welcome wisdom coming from another person. God speaks through people. God will use people. And it may not always be the people that you, you think he should. It may not always be your pastor. It may not always be your elder. It may not always be the leader in the church. It can be someone who's just... It could be anyone, okay? So don't don't limit God. Don't stunt your own growth because you don't want to receive correction from certain people or because you don't want to receive correction at all. Or because you're so focused on how big the calling is or how anointed the person is or how 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 you know, you're so focused on the size of the anointing that you you don't even want to Receive correction through them because you don't feel like they're anointed enough. Who are you to who are you to determine that? Then you didn't give the anointing. God did. We we don't give anointings out. The Holy Spirit does. He anoints us for for specific seasons and specific assignments. So who are we to say that what God gave another person is not good enough? It's not big enough. It's not great enough. Who are we to say that? That's an insult to not only that person, but to the Holy Spirit. He gives those gifts out. He gives those anointings out. He puts that calling on your life. Who are we then to say that? That's a slap in God's face. That's an insult. Who are you to tell? Who are you to tell me that I didn't? I didn't give this person enough anointing. Who are you to tell me that your anointing is greater than theirs? You in competition. I'm, God is not in competition with himself. So why are we the body of Christ in competition with each other? And when we're all one body, 
you being in competition with your brother or sister in Christ, it's like you being in competition with you, you competing with you. That How dumb does that sound? God is not in competition with himself. God is not envious and jealous of himself. You know, you get what I'm saying? So we just have to um, re-examine, like, God, what's in my heart when it comes to my brother or sister in Christ? Am I, am I okay with correction? We don't know if we're okay with correction until we're in a place where we got to be corrected, where God is bringing correction. And then you realize, wow, I don't really want to hear that. That's a problem. You don't want to hear something that's going to make you better. You don't want to listen to something that's going to make you better, That's gonna that you're going to gain wisdom from. You don't want to hear a word coming from your father. That's an insult. You don't want to hear the Holy Spirit. That's an insult. So I just want you guys to really just check your heart, examine your heart, see what's in your heart. Um, and the next time someone brings something to your attention, don't get me wrong, you know, let's correct each other in love. Let's gently bring things to people's attention because that's how the Holy Spirit is. Let's use our words tactfully. Let's use our words wisely when we are correcting people. Be gentle. Don't go off in a harsh manner thinking that you're going you, you, you doing God's work and you correcting somebody harshly and you just really just nasty and rude with it. That's not the love of God. That's not the Holy Spirit. Anytime that God has personally corrected me, it's always been in a gentle and a loving manner in a way that he what that show. See, in a way that shows me like, yeah, that was that wasn't OK, but. Let's do it this way. There's there's still opportunities to grow. There's opportunities to change. This is what you can do instead. He brings it to your attention and he's gentle with it and he's loving with it in a loving manner. He disciplines those he loves and he disciplines in love. So um, I just wanted to talk about that today. Um, I hope this blesses you guys. Um, have a wonderful evening.